You're listening to NapaBroadcasting.com, Napa Valley Radio for the way we live now. Thanks for joining us here at NapaBroadcasting.com. In his inaugural, John Kennedy said that the torch had been passed to a new generation. That generation of mostly boomers have been in charge of things for better or worse for the past 60 years. Today, particularly post-Parkland, the torch has once again been carried to a new generation, a generation that is perhaps post-millennial and one that may be the last best hope of this country. That generation is represented in schools across America, including right here in Napa. This Wednesday, the students at Napa High are marking the event in Parkland with a 17-minute walkout. They are also part of a very special march happening on the 24th of this month. Here to tell us about both, I'm joined by Isabel Goldman. She's a senior at Napa High, and she's one of the organizers of these events. Isabel, thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome. It's good to have you. First of all, how did you get involved? Why did you decide that this was something you had to do? Um, I was um, on Twitter, and I saw other students um, from Florida coming forward, and I was watching one of the girls, Emma. Uh, she had a speech that really inspired me, and it was kind of... I wanted to do something and I was tired of just sitting around and feeling helpless. And so I made an appointment with my principal to start organizing uh, the walkout. Mm -hmm. And talk a little bit about the reaction of your fellow students as you started talking about this and that you wanted to do something, that you were inspired by Emma Gonzalez and the other kids at Parkland. How did they react? How did they respond? Um, I think a lot of them were really supportive. They... um, I think the overall thing was they wanted to do something too, but they didn't really know where to start either. So um, all of them have been really excited that we're doing something and all of them have wanted to participate in some way, shape or form, maybe not like with organizing necessarily, but showing up and participating. And a lot of people have been asking me questions about just like where they can go and like what I've been doing. And a lot of people have been very interested in it, I think. How did you know where to start? I didn't. Um, <laughs> I had really no idea. I was. Um, I did a conference call with um, the Women's March Youth. Uh, was one of the first things I did. Was I followed the Women's March Youth on Twitter, and they said that they were having a countrywide conference call, and so I was on one of the first ones they did it. And um, I, they kind of went step by step of what you needed to do and how you needed to approach it. And that was really helpful for me. And I think I was on a call with like 300 other people from around the country, 300 other students. And that was really, really helpful and kind of showed me what I needed to do and how I needed to do it and how it should be executed. And when you went to the administrators, to the principal in this case at Napa High, what was her reaction? Um, She was really supportive of me. Um, I have a really good relationship with the administration. Um, I've been very involved with stating my opinion Uh, to put it lightly, over the past four years of high school. And so they know me really well in the front office. And Miss Petrie actually wrote me a letter of rec this year for college. And so um, I think she was really happy that I was coming forward and talking to her and telling her I wanted to do something. And um, they were very supportive of me. And the school itself can't be political. Right. But... Um, they are very encouraging of student voice and letting us have a space to have that voice, which is really fortunate as not all schools are like that. And what is going to happen? What did you organize? What is going to happen tomorrow? And then uh, a little bit about the 24th. 
Well, um, I'm in chamber choir at Napa High, and so uh, our women of the chamber choir, uh, we're going to start the whole thing off. Um, we're singing a song um, called um, Under the Willow, and it's uh, about a mother that loses her child when the child is really young. And it's kind of about the mother mourning, and we thought it was an appropriate piece to sing, um, as that's the situation that, unfortunately, a lot of people have had to go through with gun violence. And it's a really gorgeous song that um, the first time we heard it, a lot of the girls in the room cried. Um, and so we are going to be starting with that. We have two student speakers, um, Angie Sendejas and Rachel Andrews, who are also have been very involved in planning this. Um, we are going to have an area where people can register and pre-register to vote. If they're 16 or 17, they can pre-register, and if they're 18, they can register. And we're also, the leadership class has made a bunch of little orange buttons because orange is the color against gun violence um, that say things like be kind, be empathetic, be caring, that we're going to hand out to the students as well. What is the object of the exercise for you and for your fellow students? What would you like to see happen? Um, I'd like to see students feel like they have a voice. I think a lot of students are told by adults that, well, you can't do anything about it. So, cause you're, you're a kid, like you can't do that. Like in reality, you have no impact. And I think I want this to be um, a space where students can be like, no, I do. I can register to vote. I can pre-register. I can contact my congressman. I can contact my senator and I can still do something and I can be empowered by what I know and to have knowledge and to be expressive. And I think kind of to come together and say, like, we want safe, we want to be safe, we want to be in a safe environment. And I think it, I really hope to inspire other students to have the same mindset that they, just because they're in high school doesn't mean that they can't not do something. And what is the goal politically? What What do you want to see happen? What do you and your fellow students want to see happen? Um... I would like to see gun reform. Uh, I think it might be a little unrealistic to just ban all guns, and I think you need to go step at a time to f try to find, just so that it's harder to get access to guns that can really hurt people. Um, I, I think that uh, it's really important to have background checks and to make sure that the person with an access to a deadly weapon um, that can hurt so many people in such a short amount of time is background checked. And I do believe that you should have your Second Amendment right, but I think there should be some precautions and that you should, there sh you shouldn't, if you have, like if you have um, a track record of violence or if you have a track record of abuse, um, of abusing other people, I don't think you should be able to have such easy access to firearms that could harm people so easily. Mm -hmm. Has there been any pushback to your efforts and your, your fellow students' efforts, either from administrators or other students? Um, I think some other students have been really wary of it. Um, growing up in Napa, I know a lot of kids that have grown up hunting. I know a lot of kids that are very, that have grown up with a very conservative mindset. And I think that comes with growing up in Napa. I think out of California in general, we are a more conservative county. And there have been some students that have voiced that they're not too excited about the idea. But that's one of the reasons we have the voter registration is you don't have to have a certain political ideology to register to vote and to have a voice. 
And so even though I respectfully disagree with the students that don't want anything to change, I think something needs to change for the safety of our students and for the safety of the people in America in general. I want to come back to what's happening tomorrow, the song, and then what else? The 17 minutes that really is going to be part of this event tomorrow. Um, so we do have uh, student speakers, and they've written speeches that um, me and a couple of other students have approved. Um, and there will be a moment of silence as well. And I think the majority of the 17 minutes we want to spend um, helping other students register to vote and get the knowledge they need to progress as having a voice in what happens in our country. And the 24th, the march on the 24th? The 24th starts at 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. There's going to be a town hall, and Congressman Mike Thompson will be there, and there will be a bunch of other people speaking, and I think that will be a really amazing thing to be able to have access to that, and I hope a lot of people come to that. But then afterwards... uh, Where's that taking place? uh, The district auditorium. and so then right on Jefferson Street. And then afterwards, everyone will come out to the front of the district auditorium. And we're going to have from 11 to 1. It's going to be kind of like a rally concert. Um, it's all organized and run by the students. We are going to have performances performances and um, speeches from students from Napa High, Vintage, Justin Siena, New Tech, and hopefully American Canyon as well. And so we're trying to get all the high school students from all the high schools involved in the planning and the organization of it. And we really want to make this a community event and really kind of bring the community together, especially after what happened in Yontville. Um, we really wanted to make this um, a, like a place where everyone can come together and there'll be music and people will sing. And we're hoping to also have a space there for people to register and pre-register to vote. And um, we're thinking there are some other ideas in the works of how that will look as well, which we're, I'm actually going to a meeting tonight where we're discussing all the and fine-tuning everything that's going to be happening. What was different about this time? Obviously, you're politically aware. You, you know what's going on. There have been, unfortunately, so many other school shootings. What was different about this one that created this kind of mobilization? I think the use of social media I think a lot of times um, social media, I think this is one of the best uses for social media. I think that these students, I think the students themselves are very special in the fact that they knew how to navigate and use social media to make their voices heard. Um, And I think the use of social media was really kind of what skyrocketed this. I think that because a lot of the footage of the shooting itself was actually caught on camera by the students. I think a lot of people had never really seen what had happened and what it looked like. And I think that was really, it was, I know it was really hard for me to watch and it was really hard for me to watch the students in general. And I think for a lot of school shootings, I, for some of them, I was younger and I what didn't have the same mm-hmm. access to social media. So I never saw like really what was going on. And so I think for me the mass spread of social media was kind of it helped people not forget and it helped show people exactly what was happening and kind of I think made a lot of people more aware of the situation than they were before. Do you think that kids in in Napa High and kids you talk to in the other high schools feel safe here? 
I think in general, Napa is a very safe place and we're very fortunate for that. Um, but I've had friends that have had continual nightmares and panic attacks just by, because of how, especially since Yauntville, of just things of like not really knowing what is going to happen. I think the unknowingness and the, is one of the scariest things for a lot of people. Um, I know my mom after the Parkland shooting, she was like, well, what if we, you just don't go back to school because how can we know you're safe? And I know a lot of other, my friends have, a lot of their parents have felt the same way. And so I think everyone's just carried on, but there's always kind of a back, like in the back of your mind kind of fear, like, well, what if this does happen? Which is unsettling. Right. We've talked about the administrators and and your fellow students. What about the teachers? Where do they fit into this and how have they been part of it? Um, I, a lot, teachers technically aren't allowed to share their political views. So, um, they've all been kind, they've, they've all been very nice about it. Um, most teachers I have, all the teachers I have have been very supportive. I haven't, I haven't experienced a teacher that's come to me and, had any negative views but I know that there probably are teachers on the campus and other campuses as well that aren't too psyched about the idea but um all of my teachers that I have this year have all been really really supportive and um have really been helpful too I've had teachers that have come and helped me figure out exactly how to organize it and how like what to say and how to approach certain things, which has been really nice because, and I'm very thankful for that. Are you surprised personally at how many kids want to get involved or is it the reverse and you're, you're kind of disappointed at how many are apathetic? Um, I think that it's a little bit of both. I think I, I'm surprised that so many people do want to be involved, but I'm also, a little sad because I wish more people were still involved, but that's just because I wish everyone was involved, which um, is kind of unrealistic. But um, I think overall I was surprised that so many people did want to do something. They just didn't know how to start it. And I think what comes with like being a senior is a lot of seniors have, have like senioritis. So they're kind of like, well, I don't know if I really want to help organize and plan it, but, like, I'll come, like, do everything that you need me to do, and, like, I'll show up, and I'll be there, which is nice to know that, like, even though a lot of people don't necessarily want to commit to the planning, that a lot of people are really willing to show up and be there to support. What do you think keeps some kids, even older, juniors and seniors mm-hmm. in particular I'm talking about here, from getting involved? Um, I think some... Uh, students are scared of their parents' political views because some students may have different ideas than their parents. Um, there might be some students have a lot on their plates. And like I have friends that are in AP classes that are taking a bunch of electives that are in sports, and it's really hard sometimes to balance everything going on. So I know a lot of students that have like, I really want to help, but like I have so much going on that I don't have time. But like if there's any other way I can help where it's not a big time commitment, I'd love to do that because I know some students that don't get home till eight o'clock every night doing things because they and they're just exhausted and can't put in the effort. But when it's the nice thing about the walkout is it's during school hours. So they do have the opportunity to participate.
How does it impact the, the walkout tomorrow? How does it impact class, and how is uh, the school dealing with that? Um, the school's actually made our break tomorrow. We have a half day, and they've made the break 30 minutes long. So it's no longer a walkout, but more of a remembrance for the Parkland students. Um, so we've tried to make it as not as as leastly that makes sense political as possible so that um the school itself did give us a 30 minute time Mm -hmm. slot which is more than we needed but um of so no student will actually be missing class tomorrow at napa high for it do you wish it was more political yes but i am i was a little upset when they changed it to a longer break because i do want students to walk out and i do want students to have that kind of power of taking their power and their life into their own hands. Um, And I wish we could be more political, um, but I want to make sure that this runs as smoothly as possible so that future students can have walkouts and students in the future can do things like this. Because if this works well, then we're setting up and opening a door for other students in the future that want to do things along these lines, which I think is really important. So we're trying to follow the rules as much as possible for this one so that students in the future can still continue to have opportunities like this. You mentioned that you were on that conference call with 300 young people from around the country. What is your sense of, of how much energy and how much continuance this effort has? I think there's a lot. I think there's, I heard students from all over. There was even some middle schoolers on the conference call, which, and my younger brother, I know at his school, a bunch of the middle schoolers have made posters and they're going to go stand on Jefferson and try to get people to honk horns and they're just going to stand there with um, signs um, in tribute to the Parkland students. So I think there are even like middle seventh and eighth graders and sixth graders that are passionate about this. So I think there's definitely longevity in this. And I, especially with the March on Washington and there's marches happening all over the country on the 24th and walkouts all over the country on the 14th, that I think there's definitely a longevity that comes with this. And I think a lot of people have really like one of the hashtags and it's enough is enough. And I think that's, or it's enough, but it's kind of like enough is enough. And so I think everyone's kind of like ready to start changing and to start change, which I think is really awesome. And what do your parents think about all this? Um, They're really supportive. I think they're really proud of me. My mom actually posted on Facebook the other day about it. Um, But yeah, both of my parents um, are very supportive of what I'm doing. Um, I'm very lucky for that. Um, I've grown up in a very supportive household and they've supported me through everything that I do in my life, which is really nice. And I'm very fortunate for that. Isabel Goldman, I thank you so much for coming in and sharing all this with us. You're welcome. Thank Thank you. Wine, food, talk. NapaBroadcasting.com.